What's up, everyone, and welcome to Project X Talk, an Xbox podcast, episode number 105, presented by Save the Game Media. I'm your host, Kevin, a.k.a. The Muffin Mon, and I am joined by my co-host, Mr. Physical Copy himself, Ethan. How you doing, buddy? I am doing great, Kevin. The, since we recorded last, it's been a very plain, you know, couple weeks for me, mm-hmm. and I think that's good to have a plain week every now and then. You know, I had a bit of car trouble, but that got situated pretty quickly. But everything's pretty good. But I got to say, we got Extra Life coming up November 5th, correct? Yes. That's the yes, date. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, you guys are going to be doing a crap load of content. I won't be there. I will only be watching. But I wanted to contribute in my own way, right? We had okay. Dave on last week from the Snack Network. He's going to be there. And he's going to be handing out snacks. You said you were going to bring your Doritos and cottage cheese, your vegan cottage cheese. Gross. Make <laughs> him eat it. And I said, why don't, in my own little way, contribute to the content? So okay, while you're okay. on there giving him your cottage cheese, I got you a little snack from the great state of Texas, Kevin. These these little guys right here, they're called Chinese candies. Okay, they're mm-hmm. not Chinese at all. They're 100% Mexican candy. Uh, I don't know why they're called Chinese candy. They are. Have you ever had the sour warheads before, like the straight yes. up regular warheads? Yes, that, is soft, that is soft baby shit compared to these. These pack a punch, Kevin. These are, let me read it up, dried salted plums with pickle and lemon. Ooh. Okay. And I and I made sure to double check the ingredients list. They are vegan, so you can't you don't have an excuse, Kevin, to get out of these. Are you so, sending those to me? I'm actually no, I'm sending Dave a big care package full of Texas snacks. I'm sure he's going to use a lot of it on his own channel. That's cool. I would love to see him do a bunch of stuff, but he said if it gets there before extra life, which it will, he's going to bring some of the stuff to extra life. And I told him this has to be one of those things and you got to make Kevin eat it on camera for me. So Kevin, these things that I'm holding right now are going to be in your mouth. Okay. Come extra life. And it's going to be great to see your reaction. Really excited for that. So contributing in my own little way. I love it. You're literally making you're gonna make me eat two. I don't like pickles and I don't, I'm not that (laughs) fan of lemons either. I don't really Kevin, you you don't taste pickle or lemon in these. Let me tell you, you put these in your mouth and it transports you to a new realm. Okay, they're (laughs) awesome. I love them. They're you can only there's a reason there's only five little ones in this package. You can't eat more than a couple, or your mouth will start to bleed, Kevin. So be careful with these. Bleed. uh, Oh my lord! All right, it'll it'll disintegrate your tongue. It's great. I look forward to that. Um, And you know, you brought up extra life, so I may as well get our little shout out. Yeah, at the top of the show. So, yes, Extra Life 2022. Save the Game Media is teaming up with our friends over at Carpool Gaming and the Trophy Room of PlayStation podcast. So, we're it's going to be me, it's going to be Taylor from No Limits, it's going to be Joe, Kyle, Ryan, and Sean Capri. We're all going to Rome, New York to raise money for sick children. Um, shout out to um, Marcus O'Neill and his son Miles. Um, we are dedicating it to his son who's undergoing some surgeries. Hell so yeah. shout out to them. Um, really awesome. If you guys can donate to this uh, very good cause, it would mean the world. And if you need some more incentive, you get chances to win some awesome prizes. Every $10 you get a chance to win how does God of War Ragnarok Collector's Edition sound? Or God of War Digital? Or a year of Game Pass Ultimate? So many more prizes on the list. You can check out the full uh, description down below. Uh, the link is in the show notes. I believe it's uh, extralife.com slash participant slash um, save the carpool room but you can you can check the link will be down there all the information you need to support this worthy cause and we will be doing a 25 hour live stream right here on the channel on november 5th so if you like that please come hang out and try to win i don't know watch us play some games it'll be an awesome time really excited can't wait but we can get into the actual show because this is Project X Talk and Xbox Podcast. We are live every Thursday right here, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on YouTube. If you can't catch us live, we post every Friday morning on your favorite podcast service. While you're over there, please drop us a rating, drop us a review. It's been a while since we've had one, and we will read it live on the show. If you want to interact with us more, please come join the Discord. The link is in the description down below. You can come chat games, MCU, literally anything, anime and manga, that manga. That Sorry, sorry. All right, I triggered Uh-oh, the weeds. You're canceled. There. You're canceled, the Kevin. It's over. <laughs> even though I'm one. Uh, you can just come chat it all with us. It's a great time. And if you want to support us further and get early access to all of Save the Game Media's content, like No Limits, Frame by Frame, 
I Hate My Friends, our exclusive Patreon post shows for I Hate My Friends and Patreon podcasts like Save the Game Boy. Head on over to patreon.com slash save the game media. Choose the tier that's right for you, just like our current Patreon supporters. Shout out to Bucky Blue, Hopple, Alpaca Tom, Amon, SAZ, Fabulous Brianna, Brianna's mom, Brianna's brother, Brianna's wife, Anna Hudak, Nikolai at night, and our newest patron, Super Primus. Primus, you have to correct me. You can you can at me in the Discord site. For Pretty sure it's Primus. I think it's Primus, but I want to make yeah. sure I'm pronouncing everyone correct. So thank you so much for your patronage. We really appreciate it. It's growing. It's good. This has been a phenomenal year so far for us. All right, guys. I just gotta say thank you all for your love and support. We it's we been really so fun. appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. So now that we got the housekeeping out of the way. Ethan, we're going to start by going around the room and asking one simple question. That question is, what have you been playing? All right. Uh, let's see. I jumped into Overwatch after an entire day of trying to do it. Overwatch 2, that is. Um, I got into one game. Not for me. <laughs> it was a waste of time to try and get into it. I'm not a fan of hero shooters. I don't think I ever will be. Uh, I, I thought the first-person shooting aspect of it was fun. Um, it was a little too quick for me. I'm not used to quicker FPS games. I'm used to your traditional Call of Duties or Halo where things are a little bit slowed down. Um, but, uh, you know, if that's your thing, go for it. It's, uh, it, it looks like a quality game from what I hear. It's literally the same as the original Overwatch. Um, we're going to get into it later about the whole problems behind the launch and all that good stuff and how it ties into the next Call of Duty release and all that stuff. But jumped into that a little bit. But the main game I've been playing all week these last two weeks really is red dead redemption 2 now red dead redemption 2 i've always played it on other people's systems i've played through the beginning like a hundred times probably at this point i've never owned the game though i saw mm-hmm. the ultimate edition was on sale on the microsoft store for like 65 percent off i was like i gotta get i gotta get it i might as well try it now um absolutely love it i fell in love with it so quickly just like i fell in love with the original red dead redemption the original Red Dead Redemption was probably what I played the most during the 360 era, even more than Modern Warfare 2 or Halo 3. I would say I spent countless, countless hours in Red Dead Redemption. And Red Dead Redemption 2 is just the same experience, but just jacked up a couple notches. It's so fun. We talk about Bethesda when it when you talk about like environmental details and environmental storytelling. Red Dead Redemption doesn't get enough credit. I think this is Rockstar's best work. Uh, is Red the Red Dead Redemption series, not Grand Theft Auto. It's Red Dead Redemption for sure. Um, absolutely love it. There's so many crazy secrets in this game. Um, you could easily just do the main storyline, skim over a lot of stuff. But if you actually take the time to go out and explore this map, it's absolutely insane the level of detail that they put into everything, the amount of side stories that don't even have like entries in your journal or anything like that. Like I came across this cabin the other day at this pond, Kevin. Mm-hmm. I walk in. And there's rows of beds on either side of this cabin. This cabin's old. It's rusted. It's fallen apart. Skeletons in all the cat, all the all the beds. Right. I walk forward. There's this guy sitting at the table in this purple robe, also a skeleton. Uh, and I find this note that is just some rambling about, you know, the second hour of the half moon. We will be ascended. Blah blah. blah. It's obviously a play on that Heaven's Gate cult that was in real life, like in the '90s or something. That they all drank like never heard know, of them. No, they they worshipped like UFOs and they thought on a certain night they were going to get like ascended by a UFO. Um, And so they all drank like vodka laced with cyanide and did like a mass killing and stuff like that. It's It's a whole cult thing in real life, but it was a play on that. But this game is so detailed. If you actually follow the instructions on the note and go to this cabin during a half moon at 2 a.m., a friggin UFO just comes down. It chills with you for a little bit. And once you run out of the cabin, it flies away. And like, just there's so many examples of that. Like that seems like, oh yeah, that's a big Easter egg. It's probably one of only five. No, there's like hundreds of those examples around this map. I'm just constantly exploring, spending countless hours, just riding around as uh, Arthur Morgan, you know, finding all these secrets, collecting all these, you know, cigarette cards. You know, there's so many little collectibles you can do. It's just such a fleshed out game, such a great game, such a realistic game. Um, and and I stand by absolutely that Red Dead Redemption is the greatest series Rockstar has ever made. I don't understand why it's not as popular as Grand Theft Auto. Obviously, they just pretty much shut down Red Dead Online because people weren't really playing it because they weren't paying attention to it because it doesn't make them as much money, uh, which is really sad because I hear it was really fun. 
Uh, but loving the game. I can't wait to play more of it. It's going to be a hundred plus hours for me, guaranteed. Jesus. I have I have the IGN interactive map up. I'm running around getting all the stuff, finding dinosaur bones. Every it's 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 awesome. Love this game. Definitely not for you, Kevin. <laughs> you, I, you I, I say I do want to say that while yes, it's not as popular as Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah, Red Dead Redemption Two apparently has sold 45 million units. So that's it's a lot of units. massive. <laughs> oh, Red goodness. like these rockstar games fly off the shelves and i yeah. definitely don't know why because they don't appeal to me in the slight like nothing about any rockstar game except max Payne 3 i will i will say oh, the max, max, max Payne 3 good shout out yes Love but gta bully red dead none of those you didn't like bully no not that's not even like that big of a game though that's like a more bite-sized rock yeah just none of them appeal i don't like the way they look like i don't the art style doesn't do it for me you don't like that rage engine no no Uh, i don't uh eric or game positive in the chat says it definitely feels to me that rockstar knows gta is the cash cow and it gives it the most resources but the team puts much more passion into red Dead. yeah and you can really feel that playing red dead redemption you can tell that the people who made this game were just constantly thinking about ideas and implementing them and they were passionate about their project and they put so much love and care into crafting this game it is so so detailed it's not even fine probably i would argue the most detailed game ever made i mean i'm i'm a huge fan of bethesda i'm a huge fan of fallout i'm a huge fan of elder scrolls but they don't hold a stick towards Red Dead Redemption 2 in terms of just sheer environmental detail and like storytelling ability. I think it's absolutely incredible. It's such a great game. Mm. Yeah, see, that's I I don't agree with that, but you know, I'm not, I'm not saying it's better than Elder All Scrolls. Right. Okay, okay. All or right. Fallout because you know me, I'm I'm a huge fanboy for Bethesda, but I will say on that aspect, I enjoy more exploring the world. This is gonna be crazy to hear this come out of my mouth i'm having more fun exploring the world of red dead redemption and i had more fun exploring the world of red dead redemption one on my 360 than i do elder scrolls 4 oblivion or skyrim and i think that's wild to hear that come out of my mouth but i absolutely believe that just thinking about the countless hours i've spent in red dead redemption it's nuts yeah that's that's absolutely crazy to me i mean Listen, I see every time I log on, I see you playing it. So I'm like, wow, he's really loving it. And I don't know why I'm surprised. It's an Ethan game through and through, right? Like, I stayed up until like 3.30 in the morning last night playing it. Terrible decision. I had class this morning. I'm in midterm week. Like I shouldn't be doing that, but I couldn't stop, Kevin. <laughs> I couldn't stop. I got an A in my midterm, though. We're good. We're good. Pro, pro gamer moment. Pro, pro gamer moment. That's Absolutely. right. Um, for me, I've been playing FIFA 23. And... The more I play it, the more the flaws become apparent. Uh oh. Um, whereas you go positive with that. Where <laughs> last week I, I went for you know last week I think I talked pretty positively positively about it where I was like, you know, if it feels better, and I still do think there is a lot about the game that is an improvement compared to last year. Um, I do think scoring is very easy in this game. Um. I just won on world class difficulty 15 to 1. So it's it's incredibly easy in this game to score. Wow. I think <laughs> yeah, I think I I think there are some improvements that they need to um need to make, especially with some of the animations like make it less obvious that you're scripting the game for me, EA. You know, yeah. like just make it a little less obvious. But there, I don't know. It's it's all it, that is always gonna be my like guilty pleasure game where I'm yeah. gonna play it with friends and like just try to have a good time and, and when there's not much else going on. But I want to talk about the other game I've been playing. Mm-hmm. All right, and I didn't put it in the document, but I've been playing this neat little game. Okay, it doesn't have the best graphics. It mm-hmm. doesn't really have any gameplay per se, and it's called. The waiting game, and I'm waiting for a Plague Tale Requiem to come oh, out. <laughs> I'm staring at the wall. Just where is it? Is Why? Sam taunting us in the chat? <laughs> Sam is taunting. Who knows what I'm playing? Devil horns. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Who Who knows? If only I had some DMs that that might know. But um, it's it's really it's really a thing. I know. I was on um, this week. Next. I know. Next week? Next Bro, week, Kevin. it comes out midnight local your local time is the chart they said. So the New Zealand midnight trip, central, no, no, every everyone's whatever oh, time zone you're in. 
No, no. So everyone, you're. It's not like so. New Zealand, as soon as it hits midnight there, doesn't matter if it's midnight for us. We can oh, go. I, I think we could do saying. the New Zealand trick. So it's an actual midnight I, release. Yes, all doing. the because normally when they put up that chart, it's like okay, here are the release times. It's always like yeah. converted. Like okay, like uh, this comes out at five p.m. Eastern in the U.S. and then it'll be like ten in the U.K. This one right. just said midnight across the board, which I'm pretty sure means. Monday night, I'm going to be taking a flight to New Zealand. Exactly, Kevin. And then I got Tuesday <laughs> off, all right? Oh, you lucky best. I'm a, it's my floating holiday, and I was like, as soon as they told me I still hadn't used that, I was like, ah, Plague Tale is a holiday for me. That's that's <laughs> damn sure, all right? Yeah. So yeah. I'm so excited. I was on Mav's show, uh, the Fun Speculation Podcast, friend of the show mm-hmm. over there, uh, Monday night from... 10 to 1 a.m. or something. It was a very long show, bro. But we had a lot of fun over there. So if you guys hadn't seen that, go check it out. But when I got on the show, some people in the chat were saying Cole Eastwood, who said he was playing the game, mentioned that the game doesn't have a 60 frames per second mode and that it's going to be most likely 30 uh, FPS with 4K and then maybe like a a lower resolution, like 40 VRR type thing that they're doing. I I don't know. It from what from what I've talked to a reliable source, the pre-build does not have a 60 FPS mode. So I mean, that's disappointing, but it, it doesn't negate the hype at all for me. I mean, it's basically you're just playing it in what is it? Not performance mode. What's the other mode? Like quality, quality, fidelity, quality fidelity mode. Yeah, whatever. I'm still playing the hell it's, out of this. It's game. also a narrative game for so like I, yes, right. It's, it's but it's not an action game. So like 60 FPS. I would love it there if if the day mm-hmm. one patch adds some sort of feet great even better because I know Asobo specifically has said like hey we know some of the collector's editions have shipped early please don't spoil the game uh please wait until the day one they got patch. they shipped them early um, people have been posting that they're getting their stuff early oh I should so have like, bought that <laughs> I bro if it wasn't so expensive I was like mm, do I buy that statue about it. yeah I thought about it hardcore but um they they were very much in the camp of please wait to play the game until the day one patch because the improvements are going to be very noticeable compared to the pre-release version that reviewers right. are playing yeah. which reviews go up monday um okay. i i believe i heard uh Ty guy travis over on bitcash shout out season gaming a friend of the shows but I, i'm pretty sure they said monday can't wait for that um wait game positive my copy persona 5 right what Showed up two days ago. We need so, to start. You need to start buying physical games, Kevin, because it seems like we're winning out here. They're just shipping stuff out. Can you just can you just play Persona Five on Xbox, man? If you get the copy early, or do you, do you have to? I don't know how early. I'm wondering if it'll work. like keep it shut down though. Like I don't know. That's why I'm like I don't know. Kind of like how it, when you pre-install on Game Pass, I don't know. I've never gotten an early copy of a physical game before. So no, I know with the digital like a review code, it just lets you play the game. Well, yeah, but I don't, I don't know. Like I don't know how physical copies work because a lot of the discs are just licenses, right? Like it's just saying like you own this. But if it's not locked, it's got to do a DRM check. Though. I know. And if it oh, says if Xbox is like, hey, this game's not out yet, why do you have <laughs> GameStop retailers stop selling stuff early? <laughs> That'd be pretty. I the only game I've ever gotten early was Trials of Mana remake from mm. GameStop. They sent it to me a day or two early, and it was on Switch. So I just put in the cartridge and started playing because Switch, the whole game's just right. Like they don't have any of that stuff, you know. Yeah, just a yeah. Switch. So. They don't care. <laughs> good times. So yeah, I'm I'm eagerly anticipating. I get, I get through the weekend, and then we're good. Then Monday night is busy. Unfortunately, we record. I hate my friends. I have soccer. But I yeah. I will stay up. Yeah, all Colin's sick to to soccer. No, I Come told on, you, you I got, got Tuesday off, bro. I got Tuesday. Say, hey, I twisted my ankle bringing in the groceries. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> just just tell him something, Kevin. I can't. My whole team has muscular injuries, bro. Swear to God, everyone's like, I pulled my join calf, the club, pulled my hamstring Monday night. A guy pulled his groin mid game, and I was like, What is this? Happening? Is what happens when you bring a bunch of boomers to to play a soccer game, Kevin? You're just one of them. You know, tell them you pulled a hammy. You're good uh eric says yes lol well i can't because i'm playing redacted for review so i don't have time i will pop in p5 and get back to you it's review season right now kevin we it, got so many games coming out it's ridiculous. it is review season um we're gonna be hopefully... doing a lot of spoiler casts yes i can't wait i can't wait oh yeah it's oh, gonna be busy God. it's gonna be a good time 
Absolutely. But we can transition away from what you're playing. Uh, so grab a seat while I grab some books and tell you this week's stories from the library. Story number one. Ethan, is Xbox Game Pass sustainable? Well, according to documents submitted to Brazilian regulators, it might be. According to a small table within the documents Microsoft submitted, Microsoft saw an in sorry, revenue, their total revenue of 2.9 billion worldwide from quote game subscription services for consoles, aka Xbox Game Pass. According to Tweak Town, who first found this chart, that means Xbox Game Pass made up roughly 18% of total annual Xbox revenues and 30% of total game and service revenues for 2021. It also gives comparisons to other subscription services like Nintendo Switch Online with revenue of 932 million and EA Play at 356 million. It's important to note that this is overall revenue, as I mentioned, and not profit. Brazil has since approved Microsoft's acquisition and said, quote, with the acquisition of a publisher such as Activision Blizzard and considering the risk of a company's content becoming exclusive to Xbox, it is likely that the eventual conclusion of the transaction will give Microsoft a considerable competitive advantage in the console sector. Even so, Cade does not see that such an advantage represents a risk of closing the market for current competitors. As is already seen, Nintendo does not rely on any content from Activision Blizzard to compete. And then they also point out that Sony is the leading brand with extensive experience, the largest user base, and largest amount of exclusives and deals with third parties that will allow them to remain competitive in the space. So, Ethan, I got to... I'll pass it over to you after, but I got to go on a little rant here, okay? Go for it. (laughs) Because the amount of people driving me up a wall on Twitter. I know you recently left Twitter. Oh, yeah. I got to get out of there, Kevin. (laughs) But as soon as this 2.9 figure came out, Mm. everyone was like, see, Xbox Game Pass is totally sustainable. And I'm like, we don't know how much they spent on games to get into Game Pass. $2.9 billion is the total revenue. Doesn't mean that's profit. They have to spend right. millions of dollars, hundreds of thousands to millions of dollars to bring the games to the service. I'm not saying it isn't profitable. It very well could be profitable. That's a lot of money. And right. I don't know how much. You know, we, we don't have the figures. But the fact that everyone has to act like they know definitively for a fact there's no way Xbox spent that much money on all of its game pass stuff just like everyone calm down why why are we you got your pom-poms on you're like let's go xbox let's go xbox and i'm like i love xbox we do an xbox show here but calm down everyone yeah uh i will die a happy man the day that i uh don't have to talk about this deal anymore i cannot wait until this deal finally goes through it's gonna go through we all know it it's there's no secret here you know uh, the CMA can do whatever they want. They're eventually going to approve it, and we're going to see it get bought by Xbox, and we'll be done with this conversation. Um, but in terms of whether it's sustainable or not, I I would argue, of course it is. If it wasn't sustainable, we wouldn't see the continued push five years later after Game Pass has been released. Tokyo Game Show is basically just an advertisement for Game Pass. I mean, and, mm-hmm. and also I think the other thing that we can look at is if is Sony would know if it wasn't sustainable sony would know if xbox was losing money right they they they're in the industry they understand things they communicate with people they wouldn't have gone and done this ps plus model if they had thought that xbox was losing a ton of money on their game pass model they would have just waited it out until xbox eventually folded normally when big companies implement a program or uh, a, a service that doesn't really work they don't talk about it a lot and it quietly fades into the distance until it's eventually canceled with a whimper and barely anyone covers it. Game Pass is not Google that. Stadia. It's Google Stadia. Yeah. We, or you're not hearing anything about Amazon Luna. <laughs> I mean, like that's probably next on the chopping block. But Game Pass is consistently the forefront of every PR move that Xbox does or every mm-hmm. showcase that they do. It's always Game Pass, Game Pass, Game Pass, Game Pass. It's, it's being advertised to us like crazy. It's obviously doing some good. Um, so, you know, obviously, is it going to stay for the rest of time? I don't know. None of us know. But for now, it seems like, you know, $2.9 billion. Yeah, we don't know what the exact profit is, but that's still a decent chunk of change. And oh, I think yeah. that I think that report also said that was only about 18% or something of Xbox's total 
revenue. Total, yeah, Xbox total revenue. Yeah. So Xbox proper is making money, right? Like Sony proper is making money. These these streaming services are not putting them into a hole by any you know stretch of the meeting. So mm. um, and, I don't know. That's obviously you can't compare. You can compare PS Plus and Xbox Game Pass in a certain instance you can right. i don't think a one-to-one comparison is fair no. because xbox does first party games day and date and playstation does yeah but what i'm saying is playstation wouldn't have even taken that jump if oh, they yeah, didn't yeah, think yeah. that it was a profitable thing yeah, to yeah. Do. no i'm just everyone out there all right if you're about to go yeah. on twitter okay <laughs> relax <laughs> stand down that's all i'm saying we need a, so many so many war console warriors coming That's out good. of the woodwork this week and it was- i saw somebody accuse the reason why they couldn't get into overwatch 2 lobbies on playstation was because xbox yep. was limiting i saw that, as well. <laughs> like, I saw that as well what are you people on X- <laughs> and it wasn't even like a troll account it was a big talker or big creator in the community <laughs> like oh god this is i just this 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 has been around a while there's we obviously if we've all heard the narrative of well if you do game pass you don't support the devs which we've proven inaccurate right like the developers have even come out and said we we have the narrative of well you don't own any of the games which i know to a certain extent you you subscribe to physical get but like you're still a big game pass user so there is there is the people that like constantly feel the need to discredit game pass and just refuse to believe that it won't stick around, even though it's been five plus years now, and Xbox yeah. is only doubling, tripling down on it. And mm-hmm. I made this point on Monday on Map Show. This is Microsoft. <laughs> they can burn yeah. hundreds of millions of dollars in their back dumpster and be like, "It's fine." You know, oops everything, everything. <laughs> oh no who put all that in there they literally mm. will take a lost leading position as we've said multiple times so i just i don't get why anyone cares ethan yeah, why? and and also there's the point of every new thing when it comes to an industry starts off not being profitable right because it's a new thing consoles? not many people buy into consoles yeah i mean that's a great example i mean consoles still aren't profitable to this day you sell at a loss but you know any any i bet you netflix when they first jumped into streaming instead of doing their mail-in you know type of normal subscription they probably were losing money at first but now netflix making plenty of money right like yeah. everything's got to start somewhere and you know I don't think we we will be able to tell where we're at right now until we see a full accounting of it, which I don't think we're going to get ever um, unless it's leaked by somebody. But I don't even know if that will happen because that's a lot of lawsuit, Kevin, <laughs> if you leak those numbers. Yeah. Ghostly March in the chat says Netflix didn't make a profit until yeah. like a few years ago, <laughs> and they've been around for so long. long. Oh, shout out lee navarro fearless fearless leader of the phoenix overdrive as he's known uh lee we shouted out extra life at the beginning of the show and all the great stuff so glad you can make it buddy can't wait to to talk to you and meet you in real life ethan is frozen i'm gonna continue the show without him um hope everyone's okay with that he'll he'll come back i believe in him Oh, it's it's Sony it coming in. It's Sony. They don't want me to talk about. It. I'm telling you, Kevin. It's Sony reducing my bandwidth. I'm telling you, they don't want it. They don't want me talking about it, Kevin. Oh my lord! Wow. Who, I gotta go make knew? a Twitter post. I gotta make an account again so I can tweet about it. Just reactivate. Twitter's Twitter's DDoS in my my YouTube stream, guys. Or uh, Sony's DDoS in my YouTube stream, guys. I'm gonna get a hundred thousand likes. Let's do it. Yeah. Well, we can move on to story number two, okay? Because I'm I'm. I'm literally trying to limit the amount of Activision Blizzard stories we have because because yeah, it's like at this point, yeah. Phil Spencer could like cough during a, a business meeting, and there's going to be an article written about it on Game Rant and Kotaku. Like it's just I'm uh, like I, I almost don't want to talk about it until we finally can report the story. Hey, it's done. Mm-hmm. It's through. We're good. <laughs> I want to talk the next time. I want it, which it definitely won't happen because I yeah. guarantee something else is going to come out. But my ideal situation is we don't hear anything until it's approved in like March, and then. We'll talk about it when they do that little sit-down roundtable like they did with Bethesda. That would be great. Yeah, yeah. But, Ethan, Mm. Project Keystone was, air quotes, revealed this past (laughs) week. Phil Spencer tweeted a picture of his infamous shelf to celebrate the Fallout series. 
However, tucked away at the top was what looked to be a small white box, which has been confirmed to be Project Keystone, a.k.a. the cloud-only Xbox streaming device. The official Xbox Twitter even cheekily replied to Phil Spencer going, quote, Now what did we say about putting old prototypes on your shelf, boss? End quote. All but confirming that this was a planned leak. Air quotes, air quotes. Um, Ethan. Yeah, what do you, you you obviously saw the picture? Yeah, what are you thinking? I mean, it's classic Phil Spencer. It's what he does. It's what he's always done: leaking stuff with that damn shelf. <laughs> Anytime he go, he shows up on camera with that shelf. People are like micro analyzing it for any minute detail. Um, this clearly wasn't a product we've seen before. I mean, the size scale alone. You saw it next to a controller. Um, it's very much a small little white box. Um, mm-hmm. So I did. Very much could be the the uh, streaming device that we've been talking about forever. Um, well, co- according to Jez Corden from Windows Central and Tom Warren over at The Verge, they confirmed that this was, in fact, because I think Jez yeah. even had an old picture of basically what this box looked like. Oh, really? So, yeah, yeah. So this yeah. is this is 100% the the key project keystone streaming yeah. device uh, we've known this has been coming forever we know this is where xbox wants to go they want to get game pass on everything and they wanted to do i like a dongle or a box obviously now it's it's going to be a box i'm sure one day we'll get a dongle or a little usb yeah. stick that you can plug in it's not going to be the last thing we see but it's going to be the first thing we see so it'll be uh it'll be cool i'm not going to buy it it's not for me i have a series x so there's no reason for me to buy a, I was, a little streaming box. But I was going to ask you what you thought of the it not being like a, a Amazon Fire Stick, like a USB where you plug it in. It does seem to be more of like a little box that probably going to have like a cord you hook up to your your TV. Um, I mean, I I I've been reading about this too, and and people are saying that the intern they needed more internals just to run the cloud gaming. You know, they 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 wanted to make sure this didn't have a lot of latency problems and all that stuff. So they wanted to make sure there was enough internals in there that could actually run these games. Um, so maybe a dongle wasn't the right way to go because it just wouldn't be that quality of an experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it would be like what we get now, like when we do remote play where there's just constant frame issues and buffering and all that stuff. So, you know, if this is dedicated and at least gives you a, a smooth gameplay experience, maybe not the best fidelity, but a smooth gameplay experience overall, then that's good, but you got to put it at a low price point. I'm not. I don't. I don't see this being over. If if they if I think maximum like 150 bucks, right? Like that's what I'm thinking. I don't think this should go over 150 bucks. I don't see any point of people buying this at that point. You might as well save up a, a little extra money and get a Series S. Um, mm-hmm. There's really no reason to to spend that much money on a little dedicated cloud device, unless like that's your thing, like Happy Cloud Gamer. I'm sure they're very excited about this sort of this sort of box, but not for me. Yeah, you you brought up some some uh, talking points I wanted to touch on because I do think price is a big one that it needs to be. And I've heard people say 100 to 150, and I fall. It, the fact that everyone is jumping to that price point just proves to me that that is the ideal price point for yeah. this sort of product, especially when you can look at other similar devices, like a, a Chromecast Pro is, is I think, $80. There mm. are devices, I think the high-end uh, Roku or whatever is, is near that as well. But mm-hmm. these devices do go for that price point. And because this will have all the, it will have Netflix, Hulu, it, it will also offer all that in addition to really? Xbox. Yeah, yeah, from what's been going to have. They're gonna have all this, so it's gonna be like a, a media entertainment. Yeah, yeah. But from 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 our from my understanding, from what I've read from other people who are much yeah. more in the know, that is the uh, the plan. So, but then again, you could do that with a regular Xbox too. <laughs> That's what I do. So, <laughs> I think the price point needs to be a hundred dollars. You either just get the box, maybe one fifty with a controller, but. I know mm-hmm. I know some people on Mav show someone brought up like, oh, what if you connected your phone via Bluetooth and then you use touch controls on your phone? That way you don't have to eat the cost of a controller right away. That's <laughs> an idea that I didn't think of. I think it's a very interesting idea considering the fact that so many Xbox Game Pass games do have touch controls these days. Yeah, so many, but not all of them. No, not developers all of them have sure. to developers have to do work to actually implement mm-hmm. that. And this 100% needs an Ethernet port. 
you need to be able to hardwire this in. yes absolutely it needs yeah. it needs wi-fi but it also needs the the hardwiring because that it will be a big sell for people because i think a lot of the time people try to use cloud over 5g lte whatever you know they, yeah. they, they try to use it not in the most ideal circumstances being able to hardwire it in i think will give people a much better experience with cloud overall yeah and and then too i i don't own any streaming devices like apple tv or the roku i have a roku tv but it's built in Same. i don't have any i don't know are those portable do you know that can you like bring your apple tv to a hotel and hook it up to the internet and plug it into the hotel yes. tv and yes which which is one of the one of the selling points i think for this device is that yeah. i wouldn't need to lug my series x around yes. i could just grab this little box and plug it into like a hotel tv that's where i could see this actually being good like if you have to go like to your grandparents house or something or you have to go to a hotel or you, any of that stuff you're traveling for something this absolutely would be a nice little portable game pass machine um it's it looks small enough to just fit in some luggage that you could bring around but again it's that price point i'm not paying anything more than uh, for me personally 100 bucks for that mm -hmm. sort of thing i'd rather just not play a game <laughs> at that point if you brought if there was a sale that brought this down to like i don't know 80 bucks like you were talking about with the with the Apple TV or whatever, then I could definitely see myself picking this up just for the luxury of it. Yeah, for sure. And I, I think we've seen that with the the backlash to the the Logitech G Cloud uh, right. handheld device, yeah. where it's three hundred fifty. That's a little they, bonkers. There's no way they can have it anything. And I think Eric in the chat, Game Positive, says I think one hundred to one fifty works. Although I'd say closer to hundred is probably ideal. Yeah. The key will be making it free with two years of Game Pass. I don't think they can swing giving away two years of Game Pass at $100. It's a lot of revenue loss. Maybe a month to three months I could see them doing. But here's here's my pitch mm -hmm. is I think that you know how they have the deal with Samsung TVs, uh, like new, new Samsungs are getting the app installed to be able to just play right, right there. Yeah. I think they need to go to a different TV manufacturer and get this box bundled in with like the cheaper TVs, like a TCL. Like, hmm. hey, we're going to, if you buy this TCL for 250, we're going to bundle in some sort of, you know, a promotion just to get the word out there. Because these devices for me live and die on word of mouth because no yeah. one, no, everyone already knows the established like Fire Sticks, Roku's, like those are established brands because they're built into TVs. They were given away as promotional devices. I think the Xbox needs to look at that. Maybe they have a deal with Verizon. You can get an Xbox Series X. Maybe if you sign up with, again, a new Verizon phone, they throw this in. Something along those yeah. lines. Just expose it to as many people as possible. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Um, Taylor says that's kind of the Amazon Prime Luna model. Okay. Um hmm game positive yeah microsoft can take an l on the hardware because it's basically useless unless you pay the ten dollars a month so it will pay for itself as soon as it gets into people's homes yeah i bet you they're not going to make money on the sale of this hardware just like they don't make money on the console sales this is purely to generate revenue by subscriptions that that's mm -hmm. absolutely true yeah yeah no i think i think it'll be interesting when do you think we see this revealed <sighs> i don't know i I mean, the fact that he put it up there, obviously, on purpose, right? Like, the fact that they're hinting at it tells me it's soon. I, I don't mm -hmm. think they make this move without, you know, being ready to release it. Um, the next big event is the Game Awards. I mean, that's a good platform to launch new hardware, I think. Um, I see no reason why it wouldn't be the Game Awards unless... I, I don't... I, I guess I should say I don't see this just being Xbox one day tweeting out about it. Or like just releasing it and doing a blog post or something like this. This mm -hmm. there's gonna have to be some hype generated around it because Xbox wants everybody in the gaming world to know, hey, we're the first ones to do this. We're the first ones to come out with a dedicated cloud streaming service for video games. Like they want to be out in front of this, just like they were out in front with Game Pass. Mm -hmm. uh, game Awards is exactly my thought. I, I think it's almost a lock for Game Awards. I, I would struggle yeah. to believe that this isn't going to be revealed there. And so you know, many eyes are going to be on it. Also, what you could do, and this is just me spitballing here, it could also be tied to the reveal of Hideo Kojima's new project. 
with a, that's that's going to be leveraging Xbox cloud gaming uh, because obviously Kojima working with Xbox on a new title that's specific to cloud gaming. What better time to reveal the name of the project? Maybe just a little hint about it. You don't got to give details, you know, just give a name, maybe a logo or something just to generate hype. Because honestly, if Xbox just releases the streaming box, sure, there might be hype around it. If Xbox releases stream box and right after we get a name for a new Hideo Kojima game, it's going to blow up around the world. Everybody's going to be talking about it. And then in turn, you're going to be talking about this new Xbox device. I think that that would be a great move by them. And it's perfect for the Game Awards. I know Jeff Keighley loves Hideo Kojima. <laughs> so he'll, Best he'll, friends forever. Yeah, they'll definitely, he'll definitely take any opportunity he can to put him in the showcase. So yeah, they're... I I hear what Eric's saying. He he thinks it's an Xbox Wire post because he doesn't think it's that big of a an event. Which, to be fair, I do think the way you prefaced it is is if it's combined with Kojima's cloud only game, which Kojima has been teasing his new game. All right, we know uh, Ellie Fanning. That's Death Stranding too, though. Come on. Well, right? we don't know that. We I think we have so. no idea. We don't. Everyone's speculating it's Death Stranding too. It very well could be Death Stranding too, or whatever the follow up is. It yeah. also could be this Xbox game. I just Kojima Studios isn't big enough to work on multiple projects at once, right? So, like, what? When does when does the Xbox game come? If if they're doing Death Stranding two now, you got to think that would take them up for. I don't a few even know years. how big his studio is. How many? I don't think it's that big. I mean, I know they have multiple. I think it's like three different projects in the works. They have a couple. They have a few different things. I think they're big enough to handle two things. And like I said, this isn't going to be like a gameplay trailer and all that. I, it could about easily just people. be. Oh, it's a decent amount of people. But I, like I said, it's not going to be like a gameplay reveal or anything. I, I feel like if anything, it's just going to be maybe a logo or Kojima talking about cloud technology or, you know, something surface level, you know, just mm. something to generate a ton of buzz. Like, oh, we finally know what the name is of this game. And it's going to be tied to this Xbox cloud streaming device thing, you know, that sort of thing. Mm. OK, all right. Well, I guess we'll wait and see. I think Game Awards is, is a good shout, though. If, if there's anywhere, yeah. who knows? They could drop it next week and be like, Phil could be like, I got you. All right. Here's here's another picture of my shelf. I just I just don't see them doing it because, I mean, as far as I can think of, they're going to be the first ones to make a product. Like I know we've seen all these cloud handhelds and stuff like that from third parties, but they're going to be first within the giants of gaming to actually have a dedicated streaming device like hardware device that's mm -hmm. going to be used like a like a fire stick or something so i feel like xbox would want to promote that and build hype around that because hey we're the first ones doing it i i don't see sony or nintendo doing anything like that i don't think i don't either model i don't think they're interested in that i think but then again like... i didn't see them doing subscription services you know, back when Game Pass first came out. Now Sony has the PlayStation Plus and Nintendo kind of has, you know, their, what is it called? I, I don't even know what it's called. And a, a Nintendo Switch Online. And it made Nintendo almost Switch $1 Online. billion. Dollars, and I don't hear anyone being like, is Nintendo Switch Online sustainable? Um, yeah, because they barely release anything. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> DLCs for games that already sold 100 billion copies. And Pilot Wings and Pokemon Stadium <laughs> <Yeah>. and <laughs> emulated games, yeah. But I mean, you know, things things should, never are happening until they happen. You I know? should bring up a different question. Who are, who are you getting all this money for? Who is paying for this service? You're getting emulations of Pokemon Stadium and you're like, $1 billion, here you go. I mean, I'm not paying for i'm on a plan though with some other people that are paying for it are you I, do you have the expansion pack i think i do i don't use it enough to really know what it is <laughs> like but i know i can play a ton of like the old retro games like n64 games i know that All i right. get access that, to a bunch yeah, of the N64 dlc content. On the expansion pack okay yeah. then yeah that's what that's what i got that's what i got oh that's hilarious yeah all the all the nintendo we have a nintendo show uh exclusive to patreon called save the game boy if you want to hear more check about it out awesome nintendo takes um we just <laughs> brand new episode second episode it's up now so a lot of fun head on over to patreon.com save the game media one dollar but story number three ethan continuing to talk about cloud because x cloud is coming to the meta quest as announced during the recent meta connect meta shared that 
they have a new partnership with Microsoft. This new partnership will see applications such as Microsoft Teams, Excel, and more come to the MetaQuest Pro. But in terms of gaming, the Facebook-owned company has also confirmed that Xbox Cloud Gaming will be coming to the MetaQuest Store, allowing all users with a Meta headset to stream games to their headset and play via a controller. Thoughts? I I don't see the real... Look, I have a... Oculus. I'm going to keep calling it an Oculus. I refuse to call it the MetaQuest because mine is an actual Oculus. Um, I bought an Oculus Quest 2 years ago, and I've hardly used it in the last year. Um, mm. I, don't, I, don't, I don't think VR gaming is there yet, so I don't really play it for games. I, if I ever go on there, it's to like, you know, follow a hike on Mount Everest, like those nature you know, sort of videos. You're diving underwater. That's the only reason I would ever put it on if I see something online that's like, oh, there's this really cool new video, the VR thing. Cool. I'd, I also don't see why it's practical to throw on this bulky headset just to sit there with a controller and play a game. Like, you can watch YouTube and Netflix and all that stuff, but I would just rather watch it on my TV. <laughs> I don't want to put on this headset and sit there with the controllers and, you know, get sweaty mm-hmm. and watching this show. I, I just don't see the the practical application of this. It's a novelty thing that I'll probably try out once and never do again. And I feel like that's what most people are going to do. But it's just keeping with that, you know, tradition of Xbox wanting to put Game Pass on literally everything. It makes mm-hmm. sense that they would want to get into the VR market. Why not just build an application for people to use if they want to? There are dedicated VR enthusiasts out there that absolutely love VR. They have crazy setups and they're always in VR. Um, so to put this out there, maybe they can just get some traditional gaming in. But I feel like the majority of VR enthusiasts aren't trying to put on their headset and sit there with a controller and play a traditional game. Like it's just, it's kind of confusing, but I mean, why not just throw it up on there? Whatever. Yeah, for sure. I, it definitely is just Xbox, a strategy of more places, more gamers, like they expand the ecosystem as much as possible. They're not competing. They don't have a VR headset, so they're not competing with meta right. for, for that space. I do agree with you that this is weird because if you're putting on your headset, why you want to play VR, right? Like it's, it's, headsets aren't the most comfortable thing to wear like let's be honest i've I've done vr enough and and i do i do have to say like wearing the headset there is a cool surround sound aspect to it and like watching a youtube video every now and then on a vr headset like cool the screen's like really big in front Mm -hmm. of you and stuff but you're not getting graphical fidelity out of these headsets unless you buy the 1500 dollars pro or like the 800 dollars you know vive or whatever like you have to make a significant investment and you're not going to be playing game pass with those you're going to be playing some crazy stuff with it yeah yeah absolutely it's it's neat i do think um we we know uh part of the document that came out was um xbox said that they asked to put game pass on playstation and playstation said no so we we now have that confirmed in writing that that did happen i still don't know why you would even off like why would they ever put game pass on playstation that doesn't make sense i don't think they care i think they just are like we'll make money we'll expand the 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 user base like i get xbox asking but i i hear people i don't have a twitter anymore so i'm i'm just gonna start stop saying I hear people because I don't hear anyone anymore. Thank God. Um, but I, I was hearing a lot of people say, oh, yeah, Xbox Game Pass is definitely coming to, you know, Nintendo and PlayStation. To feel- Why? Why do you think that? I think so, there's a better there's, chance of Nintendo than PlayStation. I, w- I don't even get the the reason for it unless because Xbox isn't going to give Nintendo or Sony a cut of the subscription revenue. All you're all you're doing is promoting your competitor. I, I just don't. I don't get that way of thinking. I don't think you're ever going to see it on those platforms. I think for those platforms, because this I expect to be the full Game Pass library. I don't see any sort of like they're not competing with Meta for this. So I don't think they're going to restrict it at all. For those other like Nintendo, I could see a curated Game Pass going to Nintendo at some point. Um, Maybe they do give them a little percentage like, hey, we'll give you, I don't know what, it's a 70, 70, 30 split. So I I don't know, something something similar to that. But just here you know here's some xbox games you can maybe it'll be cloud but it does offer the people that like xbox doesn't want to make its own handheld so then the switch can come in and fill i mean even if you do the the split still wouldn't work because when you buy like i could go on my xbox and get the game pass subscription 
and then download it on my switch how is it going to tell like oh is there going to be something that tells them like oh he's using it mm. on switch now like start paying us like that doesn't make sense oh, so if, mm, if i go is, on switch once and download point. it just to try it out all of a sudden for the rest of my life i have to be paying a cut to nintendo for my very game fair point very i just fair don't point. see how this works yeah okay that's that's something i didn't think of that that'd be for the accountants to figure out i don't i don't have the yeah. answer to that one <laughs> um yeah the only thing that came out of the meta connect i think it's funny that they're really tr pushing this meta quest pro model the 1600 dollars one oh where it's like God. and the fact that they're not even pushing it for vr gaming they're like they want i saw a commercial for it literally at the gym the next day they want people to use this in the workplace i saw they had multiple employees sitting around a round table all in their meta quests and one employee was at home. So they were like, let's meet in the metaverse. And then they always put on their head for head for our headsets. And then they had their little creepy, like, Oh, we have legs now in the metaverse. And then they all had their meeting in there. And then they took off their head. They're like meta quest pro. And I was like, this is the gotta, stupidest thing I've ever seen. I got to say this. Let, let's look at where our society is right now. We're starting to come out of this pandemic bosses around the world around the world are trying to get their people back in the office and people are pushing back from our generation saying why don't we just stay remote all this stuff what makes you think those same bosses who are trying to force people to commute into work burn gas sit at a desk and do absolutely nothing all day and not be as productive be more miserable and tired what makes you think they're going to be like oh let's buy fifteen hundred dollar vr headsets for all of our employees so we can do vr meetings that doesn't make sense to me all right. Until Gen Z is completely in charge, even then we're going to get old and crusty eventually. Right. <laughs> we're we're going to be saying go back to the office. It's never going to work. You're never going to have VR. I mean, I shouldn't say never. I'm sure in some dystopian future we'll be having holographic meetings and all like the Jedi Council and all that stuff. But I, it's not happening now. I can tell you that much. So this is this is wild. I I I just want to, I'm never going to do it because $1,600 and that's a waste of money, but I would love to just walk into my office, throw on my MetaQuest Pro. <laughs> and when, when the CEO comes around, they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm making Excel sheets in MetaQuest Pro. Like you're really just this. playing games. <laughs> yeah, You don't even beat say I'm like slashing and beat saber. And I'm like, I gotta get this cell right. You don't understand how the how the the meta quest works. I didn't know that's how Excel worked. That's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's like blasting music too. Just listening to Imagine Dragon on full volume, you know. Oh God. Uh, yeah, that's that'd stuff. be great. That's uh, meta. You're doing too much. You need to you need to relax yourself. Oh, uh, they're gonna go out of business. <laughs> Facebook's gonna go out of business Damn. eventually. Rest in peace, MySpace. Um, oh. Move on to our last story for the day. Um, and we're going to talk about the Overwatch 2 debacle. Oh, God. Because Overwatch has had uh, quite the rough go of it. Uh, they got <laughs> rid of Overwatch 1, replaced it with Overwatch 2. But Overwatch 2 has been plagued by numerous DDoS attacks or DDoS. I heard people say, I, I call it DDoS. I don't. I call it DDoS too. Okay. Uh, DDoS attacks that have left thousands unable to play for days. I think they might be resolved now, but there were multiple attacks on launch day. In addition, Overwatch 2 was also upsetting fans because it required you to enter a phone number for your account. While Overwatch did backtrack slightly and only require new players to add a phone number. Uh, Modern Warfare 2 has now taken up the mantle, charging in, do, 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 uh, <laughs> said... Hey, you also got to give us a phone number. And then just before the show went live, they also backtracked and said, just PC players have to give us a phone number. Also, no prepaid. We don't want you pores in here. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, obviously, it makes sense that they're also trying to implement that policy because they're under the same corporate banner. So I'm sure somebody somewhere at Activision Blizzard was like, you know, it'd be a great idea. Not let poor people, you know, play our games. <laughs> That's basically what he said. Uh, but no, the DDoS attacks, that's not something they can control. So that sucks for them. Hopefully that stops happening. I'm, I think it already did stop happening. Um, but I mean, it's just it's not just the DDoS attacks and it's not just the phone thing. It's it's just this launch was handled so poorly. Servers were having a hard time.
around getting people in. Um, apparently, Xbox was limiting bandwidth to PlayStation. Players. <laughs> Keep bringing that up because it's so funny. Uh, <laughs> but no, believe that. Yeah, yeah, you would get on the home screen and it would be like three hundred thousand people ahead of you. <laughs> like, what are you doing, Blizzard? Like, you you ran Overwatch one fine for years. What was it like five years or something like that? That Overwatch. Yeah, twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. Yeah. yeah, you were doing fine. And why is it now you just put a two in the name? Like, you shouldn't have had to change infrastructure at all. It's the same damn game. If we're being honest with ourselves, like with in terms of the multiplayer. So I don't see why all these problems are happening. I'm not a developer, so I'm not going to pretend to know what all the minute details are. But at the same time, this was just handled really poorly. This pissed off a lot of people in the Overwatch community. And uh, the whole phone thing, that's what kind of upsets me the most because everything's tech everything else is technical like that's just you mm-hmm. know mess ups by developers and stuff. this is a policy it had good intentions i understand you're trying to stop cheaters and i think when i start to think about it having a phone number attached to it that's a really good way to stop cheaters because if you do just email it's so easy to go make a new email on gmail or something to make a new account and try and avoid it you can use a vpn to hide your ip address you can do all these different things that are really easy to get around the system and just make new accounts and continue cheating with a phone number though it's not that simple to change numbers right and and at the same point i don't want to say i understand why they wouldn't let prepaid phone plans because i mean the the name for prepaid phones that a lot of people know is burner phones like you Mm -hmm. can go to a store and spend cheap mud but i don't know any cheaters for overwatch that are that dedicated that are going (laughs) getting burner phones to try and cheat right so i don't know why you would limit those people um obviously they didn't go into this with the intent of we don't want poor people to play our game that wasn't the mindset of this it was just a really unfortunate thing that it's the reality is that now you're locking people out of a free-to-play game because they can't afford you know a a traditional phone plan like i have t-mobile so i could get in just fine but if i had cricket or mint mobile or something like that i wouldn't be able to play and that doesn't seem acceptable to me there's plenty of college students that i know plenty of people that you know work retail like you know these jobs that don't make a crazy amount of money cricket and mint work just fine they're great phone plans they they let you call they let you text they let you use a phone it's fine is there's no problem with it it's just cheaper um so i i don't get why you would do this and not foresee this issue you're a giant company with a huge pr you know system a huge human resource system you know that this is going to blow up in your face how the how the hell do you not see this coming so it's good to see that they have reversed it sort of Mm -hmm. i wish they would just do away with it at all and kind of just backtrack to what they used to do and say okay we'll just go back to the drawing board because obviously this isn't going to work um but you know that remains to be seen if they're going to continue because i'm sure people aren't going to stop talking about this because even new players still are going to have to sign up with the phone plan i mean that's the whole point is for overwatch 2 is to get new players in and you're locking out a huge amount of new players and that just doesn't make sense to me Listen, all I'm saying is all you're spending your money on aim bots instead of your phone plan, all right? That's why you can't play the games anymore. Amen, brother. Pick up your bootstraps. <laughs> go to work. <laughs> Get your T-Mobile plans. <laughs> Listen, I have an AT&T Go plan. Like, I, I have a Go Like, I do the Go phone plan because I don't I, I do not do data. Hot, hot what is data. Go plan? What is Go plan? It's I pay $25 a month and I can call and text. That's literally, I think it's... Is it's that a prepaid? Pre- I think so. I'm pretty sure oh. it counts as prepaid. I, I just... I do it online instead of like you don't go to the store and buy like oh, okay. minutes and stuff anymore. Yeah. That's like outdated. But I I think that I have a cheap phone plan. Yeah, as 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 my brother in the chat says, says the guy with a cheap phone and phone plan. Absolutely. How dare you think you could play Call of How Duty? How dare I watch Kevin? Yeah, so now if I want to play Call of Duty on my PC, I can't do it. All right. Um Overwatch I can. I played Overwatch once, so I, I can just you know come oh, back, yeah, I think. Yeah. Um or maybe I can't, who knows, but it's, there's gotta be an easier way to stop cheating. Like we have anti-cheat software. We like fall guys has an anti-cheat system. Yeah. But fall guys, I mean, that's different. Like that's not as a technically like heavy game. Like (laughs) I feel like it's so much easier. No, I wouldn't say easier, but it's so much easier to get around cheat engines when it comes to complicated games like Warzone and, and overwatch where you can really game the system. Fall guys is pretty straightforward. Like the only thing that I could see being cheating there is like no clipping through things. <laughs> at, the, at the start of uh, Fall Guys, people were flying 
fly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they just had their little beans flying in the air so they could never lose. <laughs> Fall Mountain, they would just zoom up yeah. to the top. Like, I but I mean, cheaters are always going to be around. You got to do what you can to minimize it. But implementing a policy that completely restricts people that you know might not be as financially successful and have to you know use these phone plans or someone like you who it's it's just convenient for you 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 could probably afford a regular traditional contract could, plan yeah. but you Don't just decide to. not to and there's so many people like that too and it just doesn't make sense to restrict them i just i don't understand well first of all like I shouldn't say I don't understand because I do kind of understand. I don't want to give my phone number to tons of places. Oh, I don't want to either. Like yeah. I, I, that's that's kind of like I kind of limit where I give my personal information. All right, like I'm not trying to Activision Blizzard. Here you go. I hope I hope nothing I hope nothing happens where you get I don't know hacked. Never seen a big gaming company get hacked before. Never. So it, it's it's a whole mess. I'm glad the DDoS issues have been fixed. I do think there's still work to to be done here um in terms of the actual game i don't know i'm not gonna play overwatch 2 because i didn't like overwatch 1 um <laughs> battleborn ride forever oh it's a better game it was a better i never played it <laughs> it was a better game uh but ethan that'll yeah. do it for our show this week oh uh i had a good one had a, had a nice time got me yeah. out of my fatigue state uh from from my booster shot i i got some energy mm -hmm. now uh, I'm still gonna. I'm just gonna go stare at the wall for the next four days until a play tale comes out. <laughs> yep. Just, you gotta play scorn with me tomorrow, Kevin. We gotta play scorn. I'm not gonna play. That. I don't want to play scorn. Gotta jump in just just to hear those fleshy noises. Come well, on. I can't play tomorrow. Tomorrow uh, is my anniversary with my girlfriend, so I will be busy, uh, be I preoccupied, see, see. as they say. Got a nice um, dinner dinner planned for that, Kevin. Yes, yes, we're going to dinner, and then Saturday we're going to see Halloween ends. Let's go. Oh. I'm going Friday. This is gonna be a good time. Are you gonna? Are we gonna do a spoiler cast? I I I think. All right, <laughs> my man. You know, I, I don't make the planning. I just show up to things. Just show up so y'all gotta shows. tell me. Tell me there's a spoiler cast. I'll be there. All right. <laughs> all right. If you guys want to see us talk about Halloween, let us know in the comments down below. We probably will do it regardless of anyone comments or not because I love the Halloween series. <laughs> I watched Halloween two, the Rob Zombie one last night just for fun. Turns out. Didn't have much fun. That movie is a piece of crap. So, <laughs> Ethan, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on White Cedar 1 on PSN and Gravy3448 on Xbox or the Discord. Come into the Discord, chat with us. We talk there all the time. And you can find me at the Muffin Mon. It's a 1 and 7 I and 0 and 7 A. Follow us at Save Game Media over on Twitter. And please, if you are able, donate to our Extra Life team with Carpool Gaming and the trophy room we're doing it for a great cause you can win a lot of good prizes you can do it now or you can wait until the live stream on november 5th but it would mean the world to us six children and like i said you can also benefit from doing so so help us make the world better but until next time we'll see you goodbye peace